Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hi there, you're listening to Brainwaves on 3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital and 3cr.org.au. Today we're going to be discussing the newly released uh, film Split. It's a movie about a man with 23 personalities who kidnaps three girls and that brings out a fearful 24th personality. Um, So I'm Lauren, I haven't seen the movie yet and I'm honestly a bit afraid to do so, but Christine and Rebecca are with me today and they've seen the movie, so we're going to have a bit of a discussion about what it was like, um, the negative portrayal of mental health that we think that it portrays. Um, It's been criticised by many, including Sane Australia, for its negative portrayal of dissociative identity disorder and for contributing to the overall negative representation of mental health in the wider public. So first things first, yes, we will be discussing the film, so massive spoiler tag. If you haven't seen the movie, um, probably tune out and go watch it if you feel like it, or if you don't, then just don't listen on. Um, And secondly, this is a really heavy film. It deals with a lot of um, really serious topics such as sexual abuse, self-harm, psychological trauma. So if these things distress you, then please tune out. Um, So a little bit about dissociative identity disorder. It's a really complex mental illness. It's not just It was previously known as split personality or multiple personality disorder, but it's not just about having alter egos or anything like that. Um, A person with DID has really massive gaps in their memory and they're also really dissociated from their self. It's not just about having different personalities, it's about disconnecting from reality. Um, And so TV and movies very rarely describe DID as what it really should be. Um, And so that's a little bit why Split, the movie, hasn't really been portrayed in a negative or hasn't been portrayed in a positive light at all because, yeah, a lot of people seem to think that it's not really working for how it it describes mental illness. So, yeah, what did you guys think of the film? Well, when I saw it with Christine, I thought it was it was honestly just crazy like it was really intense like I I love horror films sometimes but this was like a next level and like um even the like even the whole subject around mental illness like I have my doubts and I still like I I didn't particularly like it because of the way it portrayed um disassociative identity disorder um I think it casts a bad light on it um and some parts are really intense like I was just hiding my eyes half the time it was crazy yeah I remember when we um came out of the movie and we were waiting at the tram stop I remember saying to Rebecca it feels like I've just come off a roller coaster like Mm, it was that intense and there I've never been that moved in a movie and I'm I'm someone who's like usually quite good with genres you know like that of split but when it came to split like my jaw opened and that's something that's never happened in a movie before yeah, we were kind of like speechless after I, we like st- like after the movie we were kind of just looked at each other like what did we just see very strong themes throughout the movie very yeah. strong like it themes. was there was one point in the movie where i just turned to christine i'm like you know what I just realised something and then it turned out to be exactly what I realised and it was so, I was like, what is going on? Like, what? Like, how is this happening? Because I've read a few of the spoilers for it and 
judged on what I've read, like it should not have been rated M in Australia. Like no. in Australia, M's just an advisory content label. It's not restricted at all. So anyone can walk up and see it. And I really have strong doubts about how that like should be. I don't yeah. know. I just feel like there'll, there'll be some younger it's, children or some people who aren't emotionally ready to go see it. And it's definitely something you don't want to take your kids to like yeah. on the weekend just to, just to watch a movie, like see something more appropriate uh, yeah. it's not even just age appropriate just like appropriate in general mm. and I think in a way it can have a bad influence on people who are young as well mm. because they assume like this is like obviously because of like um who they are like when you're younger you don't really know a lot about things like there are some people who do but mm. I think if you send a kid there who's very kind of acceptable to these types of things like yeah. they're not going to immediately think oh no this is this mm. is completely different to how it is and that's yeah. what I think would be really risky and why it should have a rating change as well yeah well if that's their only experience of DID like if that's the one person that they ever get to meet or yeah. ever get to see on a film screen with this dissociative identity disorder like they're that's such a negative portrayal mm. to have because not everyone has 24 personalities and the 24th is somebody that's going to, I don't know, what was it, kill people? Yeah. Yeah. So the I don't know. The, the, they the call it the beast. Oh, okay. So there's 23 personalities and at, towards the end of the film that's when we kind of meet the beast, which yep. is the 24th personality that's been, like, hiding away. Um, and, like, some of the people on, on the film, so there was Kevin who... Um, is the actual person, like, the original personality. Like, I don't know oh, okay. really he's, how to say it. He's, like, that's yeah. him. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. him. Uh, then there's Patricia, who's a polite British woman, um, and her and Dennis. So Dennis is OC, has OCT um, and has very violent tendencies. So both Dennis and Patricia plan to kidnap these three girls, mm. Um and then there was Hedwig, who's like a nine-year-old who's like absolutely obsessed with Kanye West. Like there was yeah. a few scenes that were like really hilarious and it kind of got like through the acting, you definitely got that, oh, yeah, he's a nine-year-old. Mm. Um, then there's Barry, who's a fashion designer. And pretty much I think that's majority of the people like I can remember that we saw on the screen. Yeah. yeah. I think with that movie there were a lot of twists and a lot of exaggerations as well. It was very exaggerated. Yeah. Um, and I think with even with a lot of the themes that emerged with DID, I don't – and I'm not a professional or anything, but I'm just saying I don't think they necessarily align with what is what exists, you know, in reality. So mm. I think it, some, some parts of the way that DID was portrayed was quite interesting. So – the way that the different personalities interacted with one another, the way mm. that um, one personality had completely different interests to the other personality, mm. um, different um, characteristics, mm. you know, they were completely different people. And I think in in that regard, that gave an accurate portrayal of what having different personalities might be like because we know that with the different personalities, they're, you know, they're not... They could be different genders, different, um, completely different interests. Yeah. Um, even in one part of the movie, you remember when the psychologist um, was talking about one of her patients and she was saying how um, there was one moment where her patient was frantically writing and 
like there were two different yeah two different like handwriting yeah types of handwriting yeah yeah and like the therapist in this like I can't remember exactly what she said but she said they have the capacity these personalities have the capacity to change um I don't know if it's their body chemistry or something like I'm not too sure um but I know definitely when it came to the end of like meeting the beast like like he like Kevin Mm. he completely transformed into like something else like it was still still human obviously but um very and I guess in a way that's where kind of like the horror film comes along with that like the horror theme um because like I still have nightmares about it but like he just buffed up completely. Mm. You could see like blue veins like popping out everywhere and it was just kind of disturbing. Yeah. Um, and with the psychologist, that was also another interesting take on the way that they portrayed the psychologist and how she was very hopeful about people with DID. The interesting thing was she believed that people with DID had the influence or the capacity to go beyond what we see as normal human capacity. Mm. And she really believed that that's something special about people with DID. For example, like what Beck was yeah. saying, this um, Kevin, he's one of his main personalities or the last personality that came out was the Beast. And mm. the Beast is um, a cannibalist. He's somebody who eats humans. He's somebody who has the potential to run faster than like any normal human being can. can. heal properly, like even yeah. when being yeah. shot with a gun. He isn't like, affected by, he isn't by affected wounds by... or scars. Yeah. yeah. And that's what the psychologists believe that, people who have DID really have the capacity to go beyond, you know, human capabilities if they truly believe yeah. that they're capable of doing so, hmm. which, and which, which Kevin did, yeah. the beast, or rather the beast personality did. He believed that he was above human capabilities and yeah, it Like I think there was this one scene where he actually like pulled, like it, I think it was a steel door, like steel boat. Yeah. Bolted door, Even, like off uh, its hinges. Yes, yeah. like it was. Wise, yeah. And then I think, in a way, like it does. I think the movie can be pretty upsetting to those who do suffer with DID because, like, in a way, like when you like when you see the movie and you see that oh, this guy with with split personality disorder yeah. kidnaps three three girls. Like, obviously, like even even though there might not be meant to have stigma there's obviously going to be stigma because people will be fearful because it puts fear in people and that's one of the things like it was extremely interesting I think to find the other girls journeys in all of like this whole mess because Mm. it got to the stage I think when Dennis and Patricia um ended up taking the light as they called it yeah so um basically what he said um I can't remember who it was I think it I think it was probably Barry because Barry was in like in the light majority of the times he Mm. said all of the personalities would sit in chairs in a room um waiting for their time in the light Mm. um so they could come forward so barry's the one who controls um who goes in the light light. and i think there was there was a lot of stages throughout the movie where i i can't remember which personality would do it but there was a few personalities that would email his therapist that he'd see on a regular basis saying i need help we need your help like please help us and then the next day like one of the personalities who like don't doesn't want help from anyone Mm. would go there and pretend everything's exactly okay yeah yeah when in reality 
like they're not okay like they kidnapped three girls they locked them in a room by themselves yeah so yeah I think that was very interesting the way that they portrayed um the different personalities to be completely separate people Hmm. so that was a really that was really interesting the acting was amazing though like it was it was like you could honestly like see the differences in characters like it was like it mm. honestly it's just like kind of a crazy movie and it brings up so much stuff like with mental illness um like self-harm and abuse like one of the girls um was abused by her uncle for many years yeah. uh, I don't know if she was being abused while her father was still alive but after her father passed away her uncle ended up taking complete guardianship of her mm. and ended up abusing her um and towards the end of the movie that's when we kind of found out that she had self-harm all over her body um I I'm pretty sure it was self-harm like I don't think yeah so the movie reviews I was reading were like oh the harms inflicted by her uncle and like that's that's, that's another form of stigmatization like yeah yeah, in the movie they definitely looked like self-harm yeah but not which can also be like like. triggering to people as well who have suffered from self-harm and who are still suffering yeah um it kind of in towards the end which is kind of like the big spoiler Mm. um the beast basically said to casey who was abused by her uncle and was one of the girls that were kidnapped basically said Oh, I'm not going to hurt you because you're pure. Your heart's pure. Whereas okay. he killed her two other friends and like it's it yeah. It's it's basically very... cannibalism. He yeah. basically was eating her friends, okay. which is kind of like of a really intense disturbing scene. Scenes. Like as soon yeah. as we saw the scene, we we're just like what is going yeah. on? Like I, I, I know it's a horror film and it's a thriller film, but, like, there are certain things that you don't really want to see. Yeah. Mm. And the thing is, like, I think the entertainment industry isn't out there to promote awareness. I think they're really just there to entertain. For the next. Yeah. They're to entertain. Next big movie, and yeah. I think, like, what you guys said, there's there are a few risky things. I mean, there's already stigma that exists out there and so many people are working hard to kind of destigmatize mental health and then you have this massive movie that comes out um you know just did and obviously like people want to go see it because a lot of people are becoming more aware and conscious of mental ill health Mm. and it was promoted heavily as well yeah yeah, Mm. but then it's associated with horror and violence which isn't really helping with the stigma against everything that, that was the media release from say in australia they were saying like basically Imagine you just got diagnosed with DID and that's the first thing that you see or that's the first thing that you Google. Yep. And that's what you then have to say, oh, well, this is what I could become. Like how is somebody supposed to go on and look like that? Or even like distant family relatives trying to understand somebody. Exactly. That they know. And it's just that's the only thing that they they can see. Kind of like all horror movies, it's very unrealistic. Mm. It was very exaggerated. Yeah. Yeah, and like there are definitely other films that exist that exaggerate mental health and mental illness but there are also some really really wonderful films who do mm. an amazing job yeah of there displaying was this, it accurately yeah there was this one movie um which is based on like the whole organization to write love on her arms and that was kind of showing the character and how 
like her journey was towards like recovery from like self-harm and drug abuse and Mm. like it just kind of like followed like the story of her life and then how it affected like her family and friends um and just like there are positive movies out there that do um that do help with the stigma against mental health but then when something like this comes on that's yeah like Basically, I think I was looking on Rotten Tomatoes and it was like 81% like people rated. Like it's yeah. like obviously people want to see it because like everyone's why, talking yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, everyone's talking about like why wouldn't you? But it's yeah. definitely most people it's aren't definitely going not in for there. the faint hearted. Most people no. aren't going in there like critically evaluating no. the mental health perspective of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I so there's so many good movies out there. It's just so hard, like, when you think about how this one movie is portraying this one mental illness, which is even quite a, um, not rare mental illness, but it's not as common in society Mm -hmm. as, say, like, depression or anxiety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so for that one mental illness to have its moment in the spotlight be such a negative one... Exactly. ...is really, really tough. Yeah, Mm. it's sad. I wonder what the the producer of this movie would have to say about, Mm. you know, us... Commenting on his film like this, I wonder what he'd respond with. It'd be interesting. But we definitely know there will be a sequel sometime soon. Like Is we, there? we yeah. kind of assume there will be a sequel because how the ending left off. It's it it seems like basically huge spoiler alert. Um, the Beast, mm. Kevin, all his personalities, they're still live. Um, he was shot multiple times, still live, still okay. Um, and basically I think there's a scene of when he's like pulling, literally pulling bullets out of his, I think it was his shoulder or something. Mm. I can't remember. Mm. Um, and basically when it comes to, I think when it came to the end, there was like a TV like showing in like a diner and then someone was trying to remember like what this serial killer was or something like, I'm not too sure. And then one of one character that we have no idea who, who is or um, but is from a different movie, basically said, oh, it's Mr. Glass or something. So it kind of leads off into, like, what's going to happen next because basically I think they said the Beast is now in control, so yeah. the Beast is now going to protect them. Dennis, I think, who was protecting them before, isn't going to protect. He's out of he's out of the room. He's out of the light. Mm. The Beast will protect them now. The Beast is in control of everything. Okay. And so, yeah, it yeah. might be interesting to see if the spoiler sort of, uh, the sequel sort of does anything to not rectify its position, but just maybe give a different opinion hmm. on DID even. Who knows? But it's it's definitely a very confronting film. Like, I wouldn't mm. recommend it for people who are very vulnerable to that type of stuff. Like, I mean, like, halfway through the film, like, I just turned to Christine and I was like, yeah, yeah, her uncle's assaulting her, like, he's abusing her. Yeah. Like, it's so obvious. And then um, – and, and I think in a way it was, it was like, flashbacks, I think it was. It was flashbacks to her experience in, like, the room where she was lock- being kept yeah. for the beast to kind of, like, consume. Um, and then it was flashing back to her being abused as a child. Yeah. Um, so it's just – in a way, it's good for that, but to show the bit of the backstory, but it's very, it's very confronting because there's also a lot of, like, besides DID, there's a lot of other stuff mixed in with um, OCD and then 
the mm. self-harm and then the, the sexual abuse. Like mm. there's a lot of mental health issues related um, and kind of connected in the whole movie of Split. Yeah. I guess um, also like even even if you don't have mental health problems, you sort of have to be in a right mindset to be able to watch it. Like mm. it sounds very almost too confronting. Well, we were we we thought we were pretty okay, and yeah, then we, we came we out, we out felt like pretty, what? yeah. Mm. Like honestly, for I think uh, straight after the movie, we got on the tram. We're just like I, we can't even say anything. Like how how do how are we supposed to feel like mm. about the whole thing? Like p- like not both of us. Like we don't have DID. Like we don't have mm. a disorder like that. Um, but I can't even imagine how hurtful it would be to to like have a movie portraying mental illness in a bad light even though it is it is fiction that it is it's not real or anything that it is a horror movie and exaggerated I can't imagine how it would feel to have like a movie based on your own um disorder and then people kind of judging you for that especially like when one of the common misconceptions of mental ill health is that people who experience um, issues with their mental health are usually violent people. Yeah. So that's already a common misconception that exists in the community. Maybe not so much now, but... Definitely you know. back. Yeah. Back when yeah. Um, DID yeah. was diagnosed into the DSM, I think it was about 1980, yeah. Yeah. They definitely thought it was going yeah. to be frightening people, fearful people. Like. Yeah. And this movie, like, you know, it harps on that exact misconception. So, it, yeah, I don't know. Mm. It's kind of... Also, it would be frustrating, especially for those who, you know, experience DID. Mm. Also, I think the movie as well, like I was just looking on a post and someone said the problem with the movie is that it advertises 23 personalities but only five are shown and I think that like only about like five personalities are shown, mm. which is which is actually pretty interesting. Like it does, it does focus on like f- I think it on... Like, basically, with the beasts included, like, six personalities. And it's, in a way, saying 23 personalities, like, I don't, like, I personally don't know a lot about DID. I don't know how many personalities it's possible to have, but I do think that a lot is exaggerated. And I think a lot of it can be hurtful to people in the community who suffer from DID. Mm. Yeah. And I think instead of, like, making these movies, like, Instead of making horror movies about like mental illness, we should mm. they should make documentaries. Positive. They should make yeah. documentaries. That'd be really yeah. And like one of my favorite documentaries, like Stay Stay Strong by Demi Lovato, and that just oh. showcased her whole like journey of going through recovery, like her bad times and her good times. And I think in the way it always ended on a positive note, mm. whereas Split and has ended on a really bad note because mm. basically another spoiler, uh, Casey who was abused, she basically got got put back in the care of her uncle which is not a great thing when you're when yeah. someone's abusing you like it's not healthy and I yeah, think the ending there's was... no resolution or anything there's no like even though her friends are dead like she'll be okay or anything yeah like it's nothing like that and it and it, and it it's sad like there is potential for another film like I think um there's still a lot of things that aren't answered, mm. um, but it's just trying to figure yeah. out whether uh, the next movie, if it's going to come out, if it's going to be better yeah. or worse. 
than See, it currently is. It's not even about like positive portrayal of mental health. Like it doesn't have to be everything's fine, everything's mm. smiley all the time. Just it just accurate. has to be realistic. Yeah. yeah. And that's why one of my favorite movies is called The Skeleton Twins and it's mm. about two twins who like coincidentally both attempt suicide on the same day. And then that sort of reunites them back together. And it's it's not a happy movie. Mm. Like, it's one of the saddest movies I've ever seen. And it honestly took me a couple of times to get through it. Mm. But just the fact that, like, there are movies out there that might not be positive portrayals, but at least they're accurate. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what we really need to see more of in, in the media. Yeah, especially, and there's another movie called Cyberbully, I think it is, with Emily Osment. Like, it's a really good movie. Like, I relate a lot to that movie with some of the things that have happened, and I think in the end, like, it had a happy resolution. I think even though horror movies don't really have happy resolutions, I think if you're going to make a movie about mental health, you need... Don't use scare tactics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there needs to be a warning as well, like... I don't think there was a warning as well, like, mm. beware, these scenes can be graphic. Yeah, and, not yeah. everyone's going to Google the movie before they yeah. go see it. Like, like, oh, Split, it it could be a happy movie. It's no, movie it's about- all about cannibalism. Like, say, Really intense things. Like, oh, yeah. Like a, it's just a bit too much. Yeah. I think yeah. if, I think we need more movies that are, nice to people yeah. who suffer from mental illness yeah. so that that's your closing thought positive sort of. we need more more accurate things in the media yeah, yeah because definitely. that's that's the only way the stigma is going to go besides talking about it like i mean everyone has their own preconceived opinion about mental illness and basically what what disorders are what like people think Mm. DID is violent but it's not like some of the loveliest people you might meet have DID and I think it's important not to close off people because they have a mental illness definitely yeah so um that's all the time we have left for brainwaves today just a quick thing if any of the topics that we've mentioned today have distressed you you can contact lifeline on 131114 um Huge thank you for listening in today. You can catch more of our shows, brainwaves.org.au or our podcasts on the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au and on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, Wednesday at 5pm for a new episode of Brainwaves on 3CR. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.